Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Happy New Year! Woo-hoo! Yeah! Let's go! This is episode... <laughs> One one one. Yeah, I'm changing it, changing it up, doing something different. Welcome to Hell You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box and Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes. So if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at Hell You At You. And if you like what you hear, then make sure you leave a review on any of the streaming platforms that you're listening to us on so yeah so let's sit back relax and let's get it started yes so our very first segment per usual is hot topics aka bbc Shanice, where we give you a rundown of the hottest k news that's happened over the past week or so so Shanice, spill the tea yes so icon leaves yg entertainment so on the 30th of december news broke that all members of icon have decided not to resign with yg entertainment in yg's statement they stated they both came to a mutual decision and that they will continue as a group and as icon i think it was stipulated in i think maybe their initial contract that they signed or conjured up or whatever that they'll be able to take like all their songs the name of their fandom the actual group name if all members have left the company so for example if only just say just say bobby decided to stay at yg for example then i think that would have been the loophole in a sense of well we technically have an icon member so the Mm -hmm. remaining members wouldn't be able to take the stuff the things but because they've all left they get to keep all their intellectual property which i think is great on the 1st of january it was confirmed that the group has signed with 143 entertainment and it's also been reported that they may be making a comeback in april so they're not wasting any time i love that for icon I hope this new start, this company will look after them. They're able mm-hmm. to produce what they, they can produce the things. Because why did you really did let them rot in that basement? I was just like, where where are they? Oh god, the infamous YG basement. Love it there. Lovely. Um wait, actually, quick question. Is yes. I can think of one older group that's done the whole like leaving the company, keeping their name and 
X, Y, and Z. Is this like a more new gen thing that we're seeing or did it happen a lot in the past? I can't think. I don't think it happened a lot in the past, but I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there were any groups that, excuse me, that have left and then continued. I think obviously each group, each thing varies. But from what I can remember, it's never been an issue with the name. It's usually been an issue of sometimes they may not be able to perform older songs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, I'm just glad that these contracts are somewhat protected if they do want to continue as a group exactly. or whatever. Moving on, talking about YG, ring the alarm, ring the alarm, new girl group alert. So on the 30th of December, YG released a poster with the title YG Next Movement along with the date 1st of January 2023. On the poster, you see seven female silhouettes. On the 1st of January, YG opened an official YouTube channel for the new group Baby Monster and dropped their first teaser titled YG Next Movement. The clip shares glimpses of the upcoming girl group practicing while their YG entertainment label mates Winner, Blackpink and Akmu showered them with praise. YG's founder and general producer Yang Hyun Suk introduced them by saying you can think of them as a baby who has the YG genes. Um, I think the group varies from the ages 13 to 17 which i'm kind of sad i own because that's very young Hmm. um 13 13 to 17 when when did said person start training (laughs) i don't know about the 13 year old but many are speculating they might have been training for about four years oh yeah so they're really babies that's crazy and everyone thought like new jeans was crazy young and these guys are baby babies (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I don't like that it's slightly getting younger, but that's a different mm. topic for a different day. I don't know. I'm not, obviously nothing. We haven't seen any like official teasers and stuff. So I don't know what their sound's going to be like or anything along those lines. I'm just waiting to see. Like, I'm not excited, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, here we go. Eva was just like, I don't know. Uh, moving on, this is, I guess, this segment is a, just YG special because in more YG news, <laughs> uh, YG Entertainment has officially denied the reports of Blackpink transferring to the subsidiary company, The Black Label. The agency simply stated that the reports are false. However, YG Entertainment has officially confirmed that Blackpink's Jisoo will be making her solo de- solo debut this year. Be on the lookout for that. I wonder what what she's what her sound's going to be. Yeah, so intrigued. But I'm glad um, Jisoo is getting her shine because I think a lot of fans were saying it was a bit unfair on tour. Everyone's singing their own songs and like Jisoo's doing covers. But I don't know. She might have enjoyed that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Dispatch strikes again. Yes, it's that time of year when Dispatch gets their nose in everyone's business and they're like who they're going to reveal and this year it has been confirmed that IU and actor Lee Jong-suk are in a relationship and both their agencies have confirmed this according to dispatch they have been dating for four months and it was reported that the relationship has been acknowledged by friends and family I've seen a lot of mixed reactions (laughs) 
Yeah, go on. Please I share. think one consistent reaction that I'm seeing is like people are very underwhelmed. They're kind of like, oh, okay. A bit <laughs> random, but okay. As long as they're happy and everyone's cool. But I, I don't think people were, it's surprising, but not shocking. So everyone's just kind of like, yeah. oh, all right. Nice. <laughs> Moving on. Um, but yeah, if they're happy and they're good and everything's been confirmed, great. It's a relationship, isn't it? Like I feel like we're the same in a sense of I feel like it doesn't matter who it who it is at this, for me personally, because I'm like that's that's their business, if that makes sense. I mean, I feel like we would only be shocked if it was just like someone like two very random people, like, oh that's well, didn't expect that, but then I feel like that would be your only comment. If that makes sense. Yeah. I can't even I can't even think of like two random people off the top of my head. I was just gonna say, I think a lot of people it's terrible because like don't invade people's privacy, like don't mm. ruin their life, their relationships, that sort of thing. But I feel like a lot of people are insinuating and feeling as though dispatch are, are losing their 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 spark. Because dispatch <laughs> couples used to shake the earth to its core. <laughs> Like they were ridiculous, outrageous, crazy, but I think I don't know. It feels like it's been pretty tame recently, which might be a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I just think one at this point we're kind of used to the tradition, and sometimes it's kind of hard to one up yourself. There's that. Yeah. Two, the idols, actors, whoever's in that industry, they're probably very hyper vigilant now to protect something of theirs that they want to keep private or something that they would want to reveal themselves if they want to reveal it. So mm. I feel like they're going to be extra careful about that as well. And two, I, not two, but that was three, point three, I think I'm on. I don't know anymore. But also, <laughs> I think because as we go more forward into the future, there's... I feel like celebrities in general, they're kind of losing their illusion because they're on social media every day. Like we see everything. So there isn't that, that mystique, that mystery. So it kind of, kind of, they can kind of feel like dispatch revealing that my neighbor, even though I don't really know my neighbor, but I feel like I know them because I follow them on Twitter. It feels like they're announcing my neighbor is now dating Stacy from Walmart. And it's like, okay, that's nice, but I don't really care. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. And I think especially, once again, the couple might not be predictable, but mm. it's also not shocking. Mm. So it's just kind of like, ah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's probably... A mixture of like how accessible content is like you sort of see these people all the time so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know and plus you have fans now well they've been around for time but fans are proper detectives yeah so i feel like they would fans are more likely to reveal the more shocking stuff than dispatch oh to be honest so yeah. but yeah anyway and last but not least it's an end of an era. VLive has officially shut down. As reported back in October, 
big hit entertainment enabler would be collaborated by combining the users content and services of their fan community platform weverse and vlive so vlive is officially gone sad times yes. but yeah that's it babes that <laughs> is hot topics hot hot topics uh, if there's any stories you want us to comment on or if you want to comment on a story make sure you hit us up on socials at you. anyway moving on to our next segment called say what where you send your unpopular opinions dilemmas hot tea questions etc you can send that all to howutea at gmail.com that's howutea at gmail.com or you can submit an anonymous form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you so shay take it away okay so our very first unpopular opinion for today is these korean reality shows are getting boring why do all of the guys keep going for the same girl sorry why do all the guys keep going after the same type of girl it it's always the same coy quote-unquote bright-skinned their words not mine innocent seeming girls is getting annoyingly repetitive i think obviously each society in the world they have that stereotypical standard whether in the west it's like oh she needs to have a big booty and skinny waist and da 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 or if it's like oh she needs to be super skinny and long hair or whatever the case may be i think that's one thing i also think in general and i'm sorry to all the men listening to this podcast i'm gonna drag you for a minute um i feel like a lot of men don't really go for what they actually like they go for what their circle likes because they kind of use whether they realize it or not, they kind of use their potential partner as a symbol, like a status symbol kind of thing. Mm. Like, look who I can get. And that's not saying that this girl isn't beautiful in her own right or she doesn't have the qualities that he may like. But yeah, I doubt that every single guy likes the same kind of type of girl. And especially with these shows as well where... Again, it's all about acceptance at this point. So, yeah, I just feel like it's the kind of thing, or it's the kind of thing which is the same point. If you picture kids in a nursery or a playground, right, and everyone is gravitating to this blue ball, even though you're happily content with a red one, now you want to know why is everyone so fascinated about this blue ball? I want this blue ball too. And you forget about the red one. Yeah. Um, I think all of those points that you've just made, and I, I think you've kind of made the point already, but sometimes people like to go for what traditionally or on a day-to-day basis wouldn't actually be attainable to them, if that makes sense. Yes. So that's another thing. Two, you are on TV and unfortunately, especially dating shows and that entire niche of content and programs and everything to do with that it is gonna be quite what's the word like just based on the outside I can't Mm -hmm. English right now but quite what's like just looking at what's on the packet quite shallow to some extent dare I say not all programs not all people but it's to be expected and then like obviously the cultural nuances but I don't think 
this just happens in Korea. We see it yeah, in the West and in England. Like here we have programs like Love Island and there's like a similar thing where there might be an average seeming girl that all the guys go for, but they might not pick the darker skinned girls. And that's obviously not ideal, but it happens. So I don't think it's just a Korean thing. Mm. Um, and that, that reminds me as well. It's probably down to the casting as well. Yes. Because that's just what's when you said Love Island, because if you're casting guys that generally just like this particular type, then of course that's all, that's all the, the seven guys are going to go after that one particular type. Like there's no diversity in a sense of diverse tastes. Yeah. So a lot of these people, like you said, could have similar tastes and it might have been orchestrated to be that way because the producers are like, oh, this is going to stir some stuff up. If there's like three guys with the same taste, they're probably going to go after the same girl that fits that. Mm. And to be honest, although shows aren't entirely organic, like if we're just being honest, there's like a lot of producers' what? involvement. Usually they're scripting, dare I say. No way! So, <laughs> so sometimes there might be people that are actually interest in other people, but producers are saying, oh, like, can you go pull this person for a chat? Can like mm. you do this? Or can you interact with this person a bit more? Like we want some scenes of this. So eh, it's a range of different things, but. Yeah, and the way it's edited as well. Exactly. So some things are going to be culturally based and like have its cultural nuances to it. Like certain comments like, oh, bright skin and she seems pure and innocent, which to an outsider that might seem weird. I don't know how native Koreans or even Koreans outside of Korea feel about those sorts of comments. Mm. I don't know if we have the equivalent here in the West. I don't, mm. Guys might say girl's well, cute. I don't know if they say like, oh, well, I feel innocent. like when they say innocent, I think it's, oh, you know, when you go down that horrible rabbit hole of like these men that all these men that have podcasts. <laughs> Let's not. To, and they start talking about <laughs> feminine energy and body counts i think that's probably will be our equivalent because that's like seen as innocent in it like oh she doesn't sleep around she she stays at home she doesn't party because you know she's she's learning to be a wife she's learning how to maintain our future like stupid rubbish like that I think that's yeah. our equivalent to innocent, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I actually think that was a good example because it is like this, and it's not all men, it's like, I guess, a certain type, but it's this mm. allure of something that's like untouched and like she's pure and like gentle and sweet. and Such like, a flower. She plays into like all the, the characteristics of like the perfect female and she just like her feminine energy and like this aura that she has and just from her seeming this way, like she must be a kind, great person. And yeah. mm. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we get what you mean, but to some extent, I don't know if we will see a change in these things because there are cultural nuances that come into play. And the, the main priority of any TV show is to make good TV, to go Mm. viral, to have regular viewership and that sort of thing. So producers, unfortunately always gonna play a part in that so i don't know if we'll ever see like fully organic interactions of people just going for who they want to seeing a wider range of interest because casting as we've already said will play a part in all of this like oh what you interested in is everyone's interests kind of matching this one girl that we casted or x y and z but yeah i think we've we've covered got over 
most of the points. Um, yeah. Anyway, on to our next <laughs> unpopular opinion. This person said, I'm, I'm kind of worried about this new YG girl group. Like, I hope they don't pull a black pink on us. I really hope that they have consistent comebacks and show us a range of different sounds and interesting concepts. Um, I feel like a lot of people were worried in different ways. Some blinks are worried that this is Blackpink's 21 era where they just oh. slowly fade them out. Um, I don't think that would be smart, but I can't see it happening, but you never know why YG, I, I, I can't, I don't, I never know what they're doing. I, I don't know what their thought processes are. Um, so there's that worry. And obviously there's a worry with people saying, oh, are they going to have, consistent comebacks because the way that YG from a consumer outlook from where we stand obviously again we don't know the what's going on in that building but I don't know what YG are doing with any of the people that they've signed if I'm being honest not even just Blackpink like Winner what they did with Icon Treasure even so they just need to fix up all the way around to be honest I think that they might be, even though YG is very stubborn and they want run on YG time and YG rules, I think they might be forced to comply because with the pace at which things are moving back when groups like Blackpink debuted and Icon and stuff, they, they could get away with doing that. But I think in this day and age, in this climate, if they were to release a new girl group with all of the really strong female debuts, we've had recently they wouldn't survive i don't think flexing the yg business card would do anything for them i think people will would forget about the group eventually so i think yeah. they're probably gonna have to approach this debut and this group from a different angle so i i wouldn't think that we would be we need to be too worried um in this current climate they couldn't just try to fashion this group into like an updated not that Blackpink's out of date, but like another version of Blackpink. I don't think there's I a gap in the market work. for yeah. that. Yeah, like there isn't a need for that. So they're probably going to be forced to do something different to the past. And on top of that, I might be wrong in saying this because I know there's artists under the Black label, but this new group is probably going to be the main active group for YG at the moment. Because if like Blackpink's sort of calming down and at that maturity stage where they're going to start pursuing other things icons obviously parted ways i can't see well obviously winner's still there i think yeah winner's still yeah winner's still there but there's no one else really there so i think they're gonna have to push this group yeah um and i hope that we will see a range of different concepts and sounds and stuff i don't know what to expect obviously there's like yeah very little out at the moment yeah i don't know yeah, I guess we just have to wait and see. And as you said, Shay, just with the climate with all these girl groups, New Jeans, Killing It, Le Seraphim, Killing It, that's just debuted within the last year. Yeah, you don't, you, you can't be sloppy. And I think I'm hoping that they have looked on how they went about the whole treasure situation. I don't know. Yes. How, I, I don't, maybe they thought, you know, let's create some mystique, let them disappear for a bit. But you took too long and then they came back and it's just like, eh, okay, I guess. So, yeah, 
hopefully that won't be the case and hopefully they're reading people's worries as well and they take that into account because at the end of the day it will be fans that will be financing these things so i'm guessing they want to keep fans or potential fans happy and intrigued so yeah so fingers crossed i'm i it might be silly of me but i'm fairly optimistic i i feel like we will see a change in their overall approach to things but yeah yeah we will see okay and then on to our last this person said i don't mind if foreigners join k-pop groups but i don't like it if they try to arrange a self-proclaimed debut and claim to be k-pop as a korean person it really irks me i'm in two minds about this i think whenever any particular genre or industry gets globalized eventually the 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 industry or the genre is going to reflect that so there's so much gatekeeping you can Mm. do the reason why i'm in two minds because i think for me personally and a lot of people that have been on social media that that i've come across that have self-proclaimed that they're trying to get into the k-pop industry where they they you know they share videos or whatever of them practicing their dancing and singing and stamina and all of that i just personally don't think that they're that great so that's just a different thing it's not Mm -hmm. because i think oh you're not korean or you're not asian you can't be a part of the industry i just think you're not that great (laughs) but that's just like a personal opinion that's not mm-hmm. got nothing to do with oh because so-and-so is white or so-and-so is black also i think in uh, there i feel like there's still a long way to go because just the way the industry treats idols that aren't korean whether and when i say korean i mean like born and raised the way they treat american korean idols very different to how they treat the korean korean idols how they treat chinese idols how they treat you know mixed idols is very different so i feel like there needs to be already that that in itself needs to be changed that they're all treated the same yeah um i think for me it this might sound silly, but it's probably too soon. Yeah. Because the industry, like you've given those examples, is still so closed. And there is a very like one track way to be involved in K-pop when it comes to the training process and like the overall initiation. I know I'm making this sound like really intense, but it <laughs> is an overall intense process. So I think when you're not saying that you might not have put in the hard work, but when you're like sort of maybe independent and a foreigner amongst all those other things i don't think you're going to be taken seriously in the space Mm. two this might be a bad example because i'm sure there are technically foreign people that operate in other music genres like i don't know there might be white artists that make like reggaeton music for example Mm. but i i feel like it's different to say i make music and some of my music inspiration, even though it's silly because there are sub-genres ancient, comes from K-pop. Mm. Or I make music that incorporates Korean into it. 
here mm-hmm. and there and it isn't like your overall concept i think that's more palatable mm-hmm. and i think less people will have a problem with that and that'll be a nice segue into introducing more people into the space but when it's like this self-proclaims like oh like i'm gonna debut myself because i feel like it and it's not saying that you haven't put in the hard work and that you don't care and like you're not dedicated not to disrespect any of that hard work but i just don't think it's gonna be well received rather than someone that's like okay i make music i take inspiration from this space and this space and i make my own kind of thing Mm. I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, for I me, guess, yeah. I, I, I guess what you're trying to say as well, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's kind of hard to accidentally fall and debut into K-pop. Whereas, and, and again, I guess it's just the way that the infrastructure is set up because, you know, you can rap and be white and you're a white rapper. Like, Do, do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm explaining myself properly. Mm. And I don't know, I feel like other genres, in a way, are kind of more accepting. <laughs> and yeah. then it's yeah. kind of hard because then, okay, yes, K-pop is K-pop, but K-pop is such a fusion of different genres that stems from different places exactly. and different cultures. And then some people make the argument, but like, oh, like K-pop is sort of like grew on the back of my culture. It's so like, why can't I yeah. inadvertently be? So it, it's a bit of a difficult one. Yeah, and I don't, and I, what I've also, obviously I've seen like this conversation online and there's people that would use the example of Black Swan, but I'm really sorry, we need to delve deep within Black Swan because it's it's given me W.H. Smith's vibes. And when I say that, I mean, W.H. Smith's are everywhere, but I'm, for those that don't know what WH Smiths is, it's like a stationery store. They sell like snacks. They got notepads, novels, it's such a random store, just like random store, stationery, stationery food, food, post office, and they'd be like scattered within like shopping centers, mainly airports, and most of the time they're kind of empty, but they never seem to close down. Uh, back to Black Swan, it's like yes, we are aware of them. But can you name a song that slaps? Like that's like yeah, I and even if it's a song you don't like, there are groups that you may not like. You may not even like the song, but you can see people enjoying that group, enjoying that song. I never see that. I see people enjoying the members. Like oh my gosh, I love Fatu. Oh my gosh, I love this person. Oh my gosh. Do do you get it? Yeah, like the quality. And this isn't any disrespect to the individual artists or groups or even the example of Black Swan. But sometimes when we see these things happen, it's almost like it kind of feels like a side thought. Like it doesn't feel as like super intentional or thought through or like thoroughly planned and organized. It's just kind of like, oh, this, this would be great now. Like it would make the news, people talk about it. It would excite some communities but they rarely feel thought through and like well put together and then like Mm. over months or years like we see it crumble and fall apart and members being switched out and so I think unfortunately for this to maybe become a slightly different conversation we would need to see a really well polished result officially Mm. in the k-pop industry through the traditional k-pop process and all of that before we could try to branch out into independent artists mm. being able to say, oh, like I'm 
in the K-pop. Sp- I don't, once again, I don't know if I'm making sense, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a bit difficult. Because my thing is, if there's an artist that knows nothing about. I don't know, Nigerian culture, for example, but they like the Afrobeats sound. You can make an Afrobeats inspired song mm. and just say, oh, this song or like my concept at the moment is, is Afrobeats inspired, but you're not going to self-proclaim yourself an Afrobeats artist. Well, some people may have the audacity to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not a good example, but yeah, I think I think we were on the same page. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Are there any, not mixed, but usually when this conversation is brought up, it's typically about black people mm. being integrated into the K-pop space. But are there any white K-pop artists? Not that I can think of. Unless there's a new white member of Black Swan that we don't know about. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But well, if you guys have any thoughts or feelings on this or want to shed some light, <laughs> um, please make sure to reach out. And you can submit any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, requests or stories anonymously to kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you at you. Or you can send us your thoughts and feelings on socials. And now it's time for On The Radar. So we'll let you know what's on our radar, if there's anything we've been listening to, watching or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar shout out to my girl Vij Youngji for winning show me the money 11 and being the first woman to do so yes brap 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 bullet bullet she deserves it I didn't even watch it but I just know she deserves it it's about time to be honest 11 seasons in 11 seasons in a one female winner I didn't even know she was on show me the money like I rem- I distant remember that show me the money had like a recent season but i didn't know she was on it i'm proud she's a good rapper so she is she deserves it and also g dragon released a video on youtube about him currently working on some new music so we should be getting some new g dragon bits and bobs i'm guessing that means he's still signed to yg I haven't seen anything. Haven't really even looked, to be fair. So maybe having G Dragon back here, maybe he might produce some things for the new group because obviously he's a producer yeah. as well. So with all due respect, and it's probably going to be the complete opposite. Mm. Actually, should I say this? No, say it. Say it. Maybe Teddy could take a break and let them have a different dedicated producer. And, and let me just clarify: this isn't because Teddy is a bad producer or anything like that. I just don't want. Not that I would, because a good producer can cater to many different sounds and people. But I just don't want them to float into Blackpink territory. Like, mm. I really want them to be their own light. Yeah. In that sense. So, yeah. What's on your radar? On my radar, what's been... I started watching some new drama. I could not even tell you what it's called. <laughs> it has... <laughs> it has... Um, Minho in it. Okay. What shiny did, did, did Minho? My Min, yeah, my name is Minho Minho. That one. Okay. It's okay. Nope. I don't know. Like, I didn't read. I don't... Maybe it's because I have no expectation, but some expectation. I didn't read the description okay. of the drama. So, I don't know. It's something to do... Spoiler. If you know the drama I'm talking about, you plan on watching it. But something to do with like this group of friends. They're sort of in the fashion world. Like one friend is a model. We actually spoke about this, actually. 
maybe it's like fairly new i think so she, uh, they might have been talking about the same thing but yeah like one of them's a model one of them's called like the fabulous the fabulous i maybe? think so okay so it's it's interesting it's different i just i'm still trying to figure out what the point of the drama is i know that sounds kind of rude no I but maybe because i didn't read like a synopsis of the drama because there's like a budding romance situation in the bottom in the beginning, but that gets solved after like a few episodes. So I'm like, what now? Like, <laughs> because the other challenges, at least from my current observations, seem very like episodic. So by the end of the episode, whatever the initial problem was, it's is solved. solved. So it's not bad. I, I just probably need to read what it's about. So I understand. Um, so I'm watching that and... I am also watching, what's it called? Singles Inferno, which one of our earlier unpopular opinions might be referring to because there is another, oh, bright skinned, innocent girl type situation. So that okay. there are, I don't know how many people on the show, but let's say there's five girls. And out of those five girls, all the guys are basically going after two girls. So that must be nice. Um, I think that's about it. Yes. Cool. So yeah, guys, that is all we have time for today. And yes, so remember, if you have any unpopular opinions, dilemmas or requests, you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you at you, or you can send them to us on socials. And wherever you are listening to us on whatever podcasting platform that might be, please feel free to leave us a review or a rating and let us know what you want to hear more of. Yes, I've been Shanice from Kpop Box. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore on most things. And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You can follow me at The K-Way on most platforms. Yes. And until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.